1: Mr. Daniel Esteban Martinez, and I have my co-host here, Mr. Anthony Gaona. Uh, we're talking about positioning and the power of positioning and the power of positioning to win in any market. But a little bit, just power positioning, man. So when I say the power of positioning, what does it mean to you, Anthony?
2: Man, I think of positioning, I think, first of all, I think of business and my brain starts to go off on that. But I, I, for in a very, very, very simple positioning, like terminology, let's let's think of it at the most simplest terms. Let's think about football, right? Where you position your lineman, you position your receiver. Everybody knows about that, right? Positioning and if you're playing billiards, right? Pool, right? You wanna position your your balls and your, your body in a certain way and, and you set up your balls where, where you're positioning yourself for your next move. One of my big go-tos in my mind is chess, right? So you position your pieces in a way that sets you up to win. But positioning in business in general, positioning can be a lot of things, right? You position yourself as an influencer, kind of like what we're doing with this podcast. We have amazing people reaching out to us just because they found us on the podcast. And they're very high level performers that would like to do business with us or or see what we're doing. Positioning, somebody sent me a deal that's worth 3.2 million, and I'm trying to trade it for another property that's worth 10, right? That's positioning at the most powerful level that I can think of. Positioning just means setting yourself up for greatness. And that's a lot of different things. Even giving. Daniel and myself have given away the hive mind. Let's let's take let's remove ourselves from it. Okay, we haven't given away nothing. The hive mind has given away one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to people that subscribe to our CRM. Right. Um, We're about to hit a million in gross revenue and the people inside of the community will have received back one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. I don't know any small companies or any startups that have given away that type of cash. And that's just another level of positioning we position ourselves all the time. We give away favors. We give away time. We give away energy. We give away strategies. We give away data. We give away leads. We give away a lot because we're positioning ourselves for something great into the future. So that's kind of just like the, what comes to mind right away.
1: I, I, think, I think of it as it's uh, if you want to be great and do great things, you have to position yourself to receive those things because if you don't, you'll never receive anything and a lot of people, they're like, "Oh, I want to do more deals. I want to do bigger deals. I want to do. I want to change the world." Like, well, how are you positioning yourselves into that point to receive those things? Because if you don't position yourself properly, you're not going to receive anything. I think a lot of people are selfish in business, and they don't position. They don't take the time to position themselves to receive anything. Okay, so so let me talk about that. Let me beat up
2: on myself a little bit. I feel like I'm a bad business person. I feel like think that I do. Things in business that if I shared with, like, my most successful friends, right, I have some of my friends, like, before we even became friends, like, just people that are new in business would fly down to San Antonio to hang out with me for 24 hours, come to find out dudes worth 25 million, right? So it's like these, these giants that are already giants, like, for some reason, they want to come and hang out with me for a few hours. That's positioning right? Just from, from seeing something that, that we've done that inspired them to come down and say, Hey, I want to get close to the hive mind. I want to be around this so that when it goes to the next level, but I feel like if I shared with some of them, some of the dumb things we've done, like all of the time we've given away the, the, the money we've given away, the stuff we've given away for free, not asking for anything in return. Like, I just felt like, dang, you know, like sometimes you kick yourself in the butt you're like, maybe I give too much. Right. But what that's done, what, what Daniel and myself call it, like, how do we pay ourselves back? Right. You don't pay yourself back with the time. You really don't pay yourself back financially. Right. Because we spend stuff, we spend money on stuff that we're never going to get back. But we say that we're making people owe us favors.
1: <laughs> <Relationship> <laughs> capital. What's that? Relationship capital.
2: Yes. The, we talk a lot about uh, physical capital, right? Like cash, gold, diamonds, whatever else versus uh, human capital right? So we have social capital. We've done so much for other people that there's people out there that feel like, hey, those guys have credit with me, right? So I can make a phone call and be like, hey, I need to borrow 500000 Hey, I need to borrow a million bucks. And people are like, yep, I got it. What's? Tell me what the deal is. I, I'll get you guys.
1: I want to talk about this. So Anthony sent me a text the other day about Elon Musk. And Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, he, he said he raised, two million, he raised $2 billion from a friend of his Two know, billion with a text. With a text.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and then so you think about it, right? Everything is scale. And, and that's all I think about is scale. And I think when, when people think of scale, they mean like, I'm going to scale my company. I'm going to hire. I'm going to do. I don't think about scaling like that. What I mean is like, if you take a principle of something that's very, very, very tiny, right? Like where Elon Musk, like text somebody to make $2 billion. I text somebody and be like, hey, I need to borrow 500000 Okay. send me the details I'm in. Like. They don't even know exactly what I'm doing yet, but they're semi-interested, right? So take that exact same amount of credibility, that same amount of energy, that same amount of curiosity, and then also people believing in us, believing in what we're doing, right? But then come visit us 10 years from now. I think we're going to be in kind of the same position. Where somebody's like, hey, I need to borrow 10 million or 20. Maybe there's a couple of M's behind my text. And those same people are like, sure, send me the information. I got you guys. And I think that's where we're headed. So that's what I think about in terms of scale. I don't think about like hiring and firing and systems and processes. I think that's elementary. That's like tying your shoes and brushing your teeth when you wake up in the morning. I'm thinking in terms of scale is like we're going to be able to access a lot more of everything that we need and everything that we do
1: based on the footprint that we're leaving behind us and the reputation. That's what I think of when I think of scale. And I think I think what's cool about like religious capital is you can like you can ask people for like favors. Hey, can you cold call this list for me? <laughs> we're, we're starting to see a lot more of that now. Can you run these comps? Can you check these numbers for me? Can you check these numbers for me? Can you run these comps? <laughs> hey, can you go pick up pizza? <laughs> you know. <laughs>
2: Oh, crap. Somebody texted me today. They're like, hey, can you go to my house and use the lockbox code and mail me some clothes in my closet? I'm like, yeah, I got you. I completely forgot. But I will do it tomorrow because that person has built up enough social capital with me that I probably won't do it myself, but I'm going to put one of my people
1: to do it to go actually pick up their stuff and, and mail it to them in Las Vegas. But that's the power of positioning. You have the you have the people in place that are available to even run an errand for you. That's not even yourself, but you're still getting it done. <laughs> So, yeah, think about that, guys. Positioning.
2: What are you positioning yourself for? What are you positioning yourself for? Think about every move you make, every breath you take, every every phone call you make, every waking moment, every email you send, every favor you do, every bit of game that you give away. What are you positioning yourself for?
1: So right. I, I kind of want to go this direction. So one thing I didn't really think about retail recently, and Anthony sent me another video. He sends me a lot of videos, but it was another video he sent me was the positioning yourself to exit out of your business because your business isn't forever. Whether you're planning to pass it on to your kids, you're planning to sell it, whether you're planning to own or sell or finance to somebody else. what What's what's your exit strategy with your business? Because a lot of people come into business and like, I'm just going to do this, this, and this. And like, for how long? And one of the crazy things about this, and I, I, whenever I think about like planning your positioning for your exit, I think of Jalen White. So me and Jalen White, or me and Anthony took Jalen White's course four years ago and Jalen White's exit, what he positioned himself was to, he did real estate for five, six years. And then he positioned himself to do an online business where he can run his business from his laptop. And I commended him for having that vision and he disappeared and went ghost. And that's what he's been doing for the last four or five years, ever since we met him and took his course, but he positioned himself to have a better lifestyle and I think, and he followed through with it and he, he used real estate as a leverage and as a tool to position himself into the life he really wanted. Yep. You can, you can
2: position yourself like Jalen did, right? Position yourself in front of a large audience. I bet he's making way more money now than he was doing in real estate or else he wouldn't have made the jump. You can position yourself. Like I said, we, we sent out a text message for a deal we were doing. Hey, can I borrow 175,000? And on that deal, we're going to pull in 300,000 right? From a deal that we got zero into, you can also negatively position yourself. So my whole life I've been working up, I've been doing marketing for 15 years plus. I've been positioning myself to not have to go to the office and I have to go to appointments to not have to do construction, to not have to hop on roofs. And now I position myself to where this is my job. Now I regret it. That's poor positioning. Now my job follows me around everywhere I go. I can't escape it. (laughs) My wife's like, I need you to be a present father.
1: Like I'm trying, damn it. I'm trying to feed us too. So, (laughs) So You can also position yourself in the opposite direction, too. And I'm really glad you mentioned that, too, because me, I I wanted to position myself to be a stay-at-home dad. I wanted to work from home. And, like, I work from home. I've been working home for a while now. And it's one of those things where, like, it was always – I knew I could start a business. And this is where I think Anthony talks about, like, yeah, anybody can make a million dollars, but can you make people around you make a million (laughs) dollars? You know, it's one of those types of things. So it's like, yeah, can you work from home, but can you help other people work from home? That's what we're talking about. So I think that's like a biblical thing. Like when they talk
2: about like having a full cup, maybe it's just like ancient history. I don't know. But like when your cup is full, right, when your cup overfloweth, you have too much for yourself. Right. Because your cup is overflowing. I think that's like the bare minimum, like weakest goal we can possibly think of. Can your cup overflow enough to help your wife and your kids, your husband and your kids? Can your cup overflow enough to help the guy that lives next door? What about strangers you don't even know? What about your friends and your family and your business and your contacts and all those other people? I think that's the goal. What if you what if your cup can overflow so much that what you're doing spreads to the people around you? And I think that's what true success means. Can what I'm doing influence the people around me? So my wife stopped working her job, my sister stopped working her job. I'm just seeing more and more people around me. Daniel stopped working his company. Like the people around me are now starting to share in our successes. So maybe we're not. You know, mega yachting or anything else, or Lamboing like some other gurus, but uh, yeah. all the people around us are able to take control of their lives, take their lives back, take their hours back, take their families' hours back, and I think that's what true success points to—is how many people around you are sharing in that success. I think that's the ultimate position that you want to be in—in in business, in life, whatever.
1: And I, I think I think that's one of the big like visions for Hive Mind is we want to do big business because we want to share that wealth of wealth creation, wealth stability, wealth freedom to everybody that touches this thing in some way, shape, or form.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: We're trying to position the people around us to win. And I think that's one of the bigger goals of Hive Mind, which we might talk about that on episode 300, which is coming up soon. But I, I think it's I think it's a cool thing, to. It's very selfish to build a big thing and keep it all to yourself. Yeah. And we want to position other people to win. Which is How- one of, if you go check out our new website, it's our vision, is we're trying to help more businesses hit six-figure months. That is, that is our, our, our vision of what you want, or that, that not our vision. That's what we want you we want you to succeed to. That's our why. Our business why is we want more businesses to have six-figure months.
2: So we're probably pushing like 20 clients having six-figure months. And then ourselves for our own personal deals, we're pushing ourselves to have six-figure deals minimum. And now we're pushing towards $500,000 and million-dollar deals. So it's like whatever we do, we want the people that are around us that are close enough to the network to be able to take part in what we're actually doing. And we want to see you start to do those deals where you should be able to make 500 or a million. Why? Because if 100 or 1,000 or 10,000 people that are around us working on multi million dollar deals, all that's going to do is up the frequency at the rate that we do them in. So it's like whatever you contribute to the machine, the machine will contribute back to you. So if you're, if we're working together, like somebody in our group right now is trying to close a $16 million deal. somebody's trying to close a $90 million deal. Hey, guess who's at the front of the line trying to help them close that deal and also take a piece of it. Us. But we got two people that might have never seen a deal like that in their lifetime. We got them pretty close to the finish line now. So it, it's like, again, positioning yourself to play in a space where we don't know what that feels like. We've never done a $16 million deal as of this recording. But that might be the normal place for us to be playing in in the next 12 to 24 months. So we hope that people that are positioning themselves close enough to us get to play that game with us.
1: So, one of the things that we talk about too is we're positioning ourselves to do a billion. If we do a thousand, one million dollar deals, that's a billion dollars in revenue. It
2: doesn't sound like a lot. If you break it down that way, it sure does not sound like a lot, especially if you're working on deals that are 16 million, won by Dallas, 33 million. These are not, they're not going down yet, but they're deals that are in the pipeline that we're chewing on thinking, about, thinking about, yeah. So if you can do three $30 million deals, that's a hundred million, 10 X that there's a B, you know, it's not, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to take that long. And even if it takes 10 years, like, oh, we're sorry. It took us 10 years to hit a B. I mean, it's, it's not a bad space to be playing in. It's not cap, but it's not a bad space
1: to be playing in. So. Position yourselves to create a better future. If you want a certain outcome, you have to position yourself to create that outcome, no matter what it is. So if you want to make a bigger influence, start producing content. If you want to build a bigger business, position yourself to build a bigger business and hit bigger numbers. Because that's how you position yourself to a billion.
2: Get around people that are doing deals that are so big and having conversations that are so big that you feel ashamed, embarrassed, or uncomfortable to be around those people. And soon you'll start to work in that space. So that's why I like to talk about deals that are 20 million, 30 million, 80 million in Florida. I like to talk about those deals. Even if I make zero, somebody asked me, they're like, out of that $80 million deal, they're like, what are you trying to make out of this? And I'm like, I'll make zero. I'll participate in this deal for 12 to 24 months and make zero. So that way I can put on a resume. I knocked out an $80 million deal and I need like 11 of those to hit the billion.
1: There's a, there's a tweet that Charles Oglesby tweeted out a long time ago. And he says that the worst, the worst question you can ask a millionaire is for, the worst thing you can ask a millionaire is his mo- for his money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now if, if you, if you know how to, if, if you ask a billionaire, how he made a billion, probably worth more than the million dollars you want to ask for for cash you know (laughs) that that's
2: something that really really like pushes my buttons and turns me off is when somebody sends me a big giant deal in my mind my the first place my mind goes is like how can I get this deal done like my brain's going in a hundred different directions and then if the person goes like well what am I going to get like oh dude that person's not ready they're not ready they're not that person's literally not ready to do that size of deal because if you're thinking what's in it for me before you think of how do I even accomplish this giant goal, you're in the wrong mindset. You're in the wrong mindset. Yeah. So that goes right in hand with like asking a millionaire like how, for their money is like, dude, I got like 87 obstacles to overcome to try to make you 500 or a million or two, whatever it is. And then the main thing you want to know is what's in it for me. Like that's just a completely the wrong mindset. That person's gonna That person has a lot of growing up to do before they're going to be able to hit some deals like that.
1: Ooh, positioning your mindset to win.
2: You have to be in the position, man. It's like the the money could be so grand. People win the lottery and they go broke. Like they were not ready for those dollars. You know, you have to, you have to save up a lot of intellectual capital, you know, a lot of um, financial capital, people capital, human capital, social capital. You have to, there's a lot of bases you got to cover before you can just start to absorb deals like that. We're trying to do a deal right now where we're trying to make 7 million, like on one, on a land swap. So it's like, Is it going to happen? I don't know. But we positioned ourselves to be having those conversations. So, yeah, it's just a lot of growing up to do lots of uh, transparency, being honest. And then all of a sudden the money becomes a side effect. Like, I don't know if we're going to do it. But if we do close a deal where we make six or seven million dollars on a single transaction, I think that's going to put us like to the very, very, very front of the real estate world where, yeah, these guys are the real deal. They're not capping. They did it. And we're having the conversations now. We'll look back at this six months or a year from now. Maybe if that, even if that one doesn't go down, we'll probably have done two or three deals that are similar to that based on our positioning.
1: Yep. Man, if you guys like this episode, we have more like it. Please go check out the podcast. Go leave us a review. Tell us you love this episode specifically because I want to know if you're going to position yourself to a greater future.
2: If you guys go and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast for the Hive With Us podcast, um, we will personally get on a quick conversation with you and give you some direction and help you learn everything that we're learning along the way.
1: Ooh. How do people get, get to know? D- DM Anthony on Instagram for that because we don't I have- I took you Instagram there. temporarily. Oh, yeah, yeah. DM Anthony on Facebook. <laughs>
2: Yeah. We help a lot of people, man. People reach out to me all the time. Sometimes it takes a day or two for me to get back, but I've made it a personal goal of mine to, to comment or reply to every single social media comment, reply to every single messenger message that I get. I don't know when you're watching this video, if it's a year or two from now. I'm, prob- I'm Maybe a limited time offer.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: If I don't message you back, this thing has definitely expired. But for now, I, I do personally make it a goal to reply to everybody that's reaching out to me, even if it takes me a while to get back. Or if you got to ping me a week later and be like, hey, did you forget about me? I would definitely try to get back. And like I said,
1: I don't know how long this is going to last. Get at us. We would do our best to help you. Just hide with us. Boom. See you on the next episode. This is episode like 290 something. So check out 300 episodes coming soon.
2: 300 coming up. We'll see you at 1,000. Have a good (laughs) night, guys. Thank you. Hey guys, we hope you're appreciating this content. One thing that we're doing right now is we've been running a campaign since we started in real estate three and a half years ago that's produced several leads that have made $100,000 and above. We were about to shut that campaign down so that we can start to focus on million dollar land deals. Uh, But we're gonna go ahead and open it up to the public. The program is called Hive Leads. So we're gonna provide those leads that we were getting passively. And the way that it works is that you get a text message right on your cell phone when the seller fills out the form on our website You immediately call them and it's somebody that's interested in selling their property right away we're opening that up to the general public we're still working on pricing if you're interested fill out the form below this video and we will reach out to you and see if you're a fit for our program
0: the show is sponsored by the list guys do you need more leads in your local or virtual market One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The list guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The list guys are here to save you time. Contact the list guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's ww.thenumber1ListGuys.com.
1: So we're always looking for motivated sellers, motivated agents, motivated anything, any type of motivation, any type we can alleviate some pain or commission or taxes. We're trying to use that position to get the deal done, whatever it takes.